This is the place to talk about everything related to the home, buying or selling real estate, financing and improvements that can help increase your home's value. This is Minnesota Home Talk on Score North. Here's your host, Jason Walgrave. Good morning, folks, and welcome back. This is Minnesota Home Talk, and we are live on 1500 ESPN, the original real estate show here on AM 1500 Radio. Uh, we are excited uh, to be uh, about our new show, Name and Time, starting this Wednesday, January 4th. Uh, we will, Minnesota Home Talk will become U.S. Home Talk. It'll be live Wednesdays at noon on Facebook Live and YouTube. Live also uh, podcasted through all of the major sites. Um, the only way to connect, or the best way to connect with us is uh, our Facebook page and our website, minnesotahometalk.com. When you say major sites, you're talking like MySpace, Spot- right? <laughs> Uh, no. Oh. oh. Uh, so Spotify, iTunes, um, all the places that you find podcasts. Uh, Marcus Walgrave will be joining us as co-host. So it'll be myself, Marcus, Mike, Evan will be there, our, our great producer and insurance uh, guru. And so um, excited to um, about the new uh, name and time. Uh, of course, we're, we're going to very much miss all of the fantastic folks here at Hubbard Broadcasting. Um, Rob is here, so I have to I have to talk extra nice about Rob. So, but in all seriousness, we we have we've had such an incredible run here on AM fifteen hundred. Um, just a wonderful experience, and uh, we're going to miss all the folks here. Uh, but we're also excited about uh, kind of that next chapter, which is uh, U.S. Home Talk noon on Wednesdays. New uh, new chapter, new year, new chapter, new year. Man. New, New Year's, Year's res- you know what? That's what we're going to do today. We've got some Tim Rolls tickets to give away. We're going to give away four pair. All four pairs. We have four pair of Minnesota Tim Rolls tickets to give away. To win those, uh, simply text in your New Year's resolution. So text in your New Year's resolution. Our text number is 612 234 7585. Our text line uh, to win Tim Rolls tickets. We've got four pair to give away this morning. And uh, the four best New Year's resolutions are going to win. You can text those New Year's resolutions to 612-234-7585. That is the text line, 612-234-7585. Or go to our Facebook page, folks. That's the best way to be, to find us moving forward. Go to Facebook.com, Minnesota Home Talk. Um, you can find us through Minnesota Home Talk or U.S. Home Talk. Um, both places will get you to the same place. Uh, but you can, in the comments section, uh, you can put your New Year's resolutions on there as well. So Facebook.com, Minnesota Home Talk, or you can text in those answers to 612-234-7585. That is the text line. What is your New Year's resolution? Uh, the more creative, uh, weird, or odd ones are more likely to win. More just, likely, just yes. Just to give you a tip, folks. Uh, text line again, 612-234-7585. All right, we got Theodore. He's in the he's in the studio here, so he'll be coming on and talking about some wrestling, maybe talk about some football. So he's got some stuff going on. We're heading to a big wrestling tournament after this. So Nice. Where's that at? Um, <laughs> hey, who's that? Theodore, I thought your name was Theodore. What's it say up there? Looks like it says Tiny Tim. Up on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to wrestle Evan after this? What? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
We're going to talk about uh, market updates. I, I did stats from yesterday, so I pulled up market stats, and then we'll compare them to last month as well. And some, you know, some changes. Um, there's some pretty big numbers in there that, that we'll be talking about. We're talking about mortgage rates. We're we'll talking about um, our predictions for 2023. Uh, I want to talk about uh, a few different offers that, that I've written in the last week and, and just kind of where we're at, what's going to happen in the next month, what's going to happen in the next three months, what we're predicting. And, and of course, uh, and of course, we always answer all questions related to real estate. Giving away four pair of Minnesota Timberwolves tickets this morning. Text in your New Year's resolution to our text line of 612-234-7585. That is the text line, 612-234-7585. Mortgage Mike Overson here, Illuminate Home Loans, Jason Walgrave. With Walgrave Real Estate Group and the Minnesota Real Estate Team at REMAX Advantage Plus. We have Evan Little with Paragon, and he is also our great producer as well. Uh, folks, we'd love to hear from you. Anything and everything real estate related. So you can ask questions or you can just simply send us your New Year's resolution. Our text line to win tickets to the Timberwolves, we're giving away four pair today, is 612-234-7585. That is the text line, 612-234-7585. Or go to Facebook.com. You can stream us live uh, on there as well, and you can ask questions in the comments section. What do you think, Overson? You excited for 23? I am. I am too. I am because I think twenty. I think the start of twenty twenty three is going to be much better than the end of twenty twenty two. Yeah. So I'm very happy with that. Very excited. Well, it's interesting because you know the interest rates kind of skyrocketed in what September. You know, September first part of October. I mean, they've been on a ramp up ever since really July, March, yeah. April. To be honest with you. Yes. But you know, when when a rate goes from three and a quarter to four. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that big of a deal, right? And then as the rate continues to goes up, and it goes over five, and then it goes over six, yeah. Then it really starts hitting people's radar, right? So yeah. it went over six, probably in that September range, yeah. And that's when really people were like, "Oh, yeah, oh, this is a real Ouch. thing, right?" <laughs> so that you know, but basically since March, really, if you want to go back, I think it's actually closer to the end of January. Okay. Rates did start their ramp up, okay. and it just. It just kept going, going. what happened. Because they got almost eight, didn't they? Wasn't there a couple days where it was, you know, high sevens? I think seven point six two five. Okay. It was the highest one I locked at. Yep. You know, so they did creep up there. Yep. Um and that was and that was still, you know, that was still towards top tier credit score. I did have a couple people looking at that point where their credit scores were not top tier and they were up in the eight. Yeah. They were right around eight, I think, if I remember correctly. So um you know, but they've come down nicely since then, um, and they've come down to normal, right? Yes. So, so we always look at that. We always look at trends, right? So our interest rates just went way down, went way low, lower than they've ever been in history, and, right? And lower than they'll probably ever be in history, right? You know, so when you do that, it's got to offset at some point, right? Yeah. So you go to the lowest in history to the highest in history that, well, at least not in history, but the highest that I've seen in my career since June of '04. Yep. This interest rate environment that we just got out of in the fall of 2022 was the highest rates that I've seen in my 19 year career. Yep. Right. So we went to the lowest to the highest that I've seen. And now we're, now we're leveling back off. Now we're going back to what would be considered normal. Yes. And and, and the normal is still far less than the 40 year average. Right. Cause the 40 year average interest rate is eight and a quarter, mm-hmm. you know? And so if we can stay, you know, low sixes, I mean, if we can get mid fives, I think that's wonderful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have an opportunity to buy rates down to the high fours and in, in you know in certain um, samples. So I think that you know, and we've been talking in the last month or so how important it is to take advantage of of the market conditions if you're a buyer. Um, ironically, the, in the last week, I've written three offers. All three are in multiple offers. You know, and these are properties that range in price from three hundred five all the way up to eight fifty. You know, and so um, that was surprising because I, I didn't think that was really going to, the multiple offers were going to really start coming through heavy until after the Super Bowl. But, you know, people are, you know, they see the opportunity out there. And so, um, uh, luckily, or not luckily, strategically, uh, we got uh, two out of those three multiple offers accepted. And so that was that was fantastic. Um, I think, you know, this year, the, the inventory I don't think is going to be much different than than last year, this year meaning 2023. So I don't think there's this huge flood of inventory coming. I think it's going to remain, you know, the levels very similar to 22. I I think that the spring of 23 is going to be very similar to the spring of 22. I think it's going to be it's going to be nuts, you know. And and we've got thankfully over the years we've we've built strategies to win in multiple offers you know we have the you know the the skills and the tools to get our our offers accepted based on um, our experience based on our our reputations in the business i mean i can't tell you how many offers we get accepted during a given year because mike you're the loan officer and they know you and they know our team and they know the reputations that we have of of getting things done in the business um they're not worried about a closing uh, I mean, I, I have agents all the time call and say, "Yep, uh, they're going with your offer. We know you, and we know Mike, and we know that we know the deal is going to get done." You know, the other offer was even a little bit higher in, in dollar value, but we don't know the agent, we don't know the loan officer. Seller's going with you because they trust is going to get done. Yep, so so critical in today's market, and it's going to become even more important the, as we get into the spring when we get back into multiple offers on everything. Mm-hmm. When we get back into God, do you have to waive your inspection to get the seller to look at it? You know, you run into those things again, and everyone's, you know, probably listening to us kind of like, are we really going to get back to that? Yeah. We are. Yes. That spring is going to be back to that. And that's why we say right now is the best time to buy. So December, January, February, right now is the best time to buy before we get into that type of market, March, April, May, because you're going to get the best terms in the house now. Yes. Once once we get to that area, there's going to be, or once we get to that time, Everyone's going to jump back in the pool. Yep. And then we get multiple offers and everything, and then we go back to the cycle that we're in. Yeah. You know? And the inspection thing is tough, right? Because clients ask, you know, all the time when we're multiple offers, you know, do you, do you recommend an inspection? Well, I always recommend an inspection. But the reality is, is that if you put an inspection in this offer that there's five other offers, you're probably not going to get your offer accepted. So, so it puts buyers in a position where they know that uh, an inspection is in their best interest, but they also know if they put that inspection in the offer, they're probably not going to get their offer accepted. Right. So it just it makes it tougher on buyers. Um, I think still right now there's great opportunity out there. You know, some things to look at: new construction. Uh, if you got builders, whether they're national builders or uh, local builders that are that are you know mid to, to large size that have a bunch of spec homes that have inventory that's been sitting there. There's opportunity there. Mm-hmm. National builders are offering some huge incentives, you know, free basement finishings and, you know, and all sorts of uh, of incentives on their spec homes that are just sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, properties that have been on the market a long time. You know, those are ones to look at. Those sellers are, 
you know, likely more motivated because they have market time. Uh, and, and I think all of that is going to change when the spring market hits, which it's kind of started already. The well, we market. saw it this week. We did. We saw it this week. More yeah. applications coming in, more purchase agreements uh-huh. going out, more purchase agreements getting accepted. I mean, it was definitely a busier week, which yes. ask anyone in the business that week between Christmas and New Year's is usually, you know, schedule whatever you want to do yeah. during those days because there's just nothing happening. Yeah. Not the case. Not the, Not case. the case at all this year. N- Not the case at all. I mean, we, we, we've been talking about this all week. We've been in, um, Mike, you and I have been in the office every day this week. I was thinking this week it was going to be a little little quieter, and it was not. I mean, I mean, the phones, you know, we got phone calls coming in. We got texts and emails and showings and offers written, and it is, um, which is fantastic. I mean, I mean, we feel, you know, very grateful that, that we have that much going on, but that's I would say that this week bef- between Christmas and New Year's is one of my top two busiest weeks during that time of the year in the last 20 years. Yeah. I mean, it was nuts this past week. I would agree. So I'm um, excited about that. We're excited to be, you know, to be, to have agents on our team. Your your team is phenomenal to have this partnership where we know that we're going to give our clients the highest likelihood of getting deals accepted if they're buyers even if we're in multiple offers, that if you're a seller, that, that we're going to get you the highest amount in the quickest time with the, the least amount of inconvenience. Uh, we have amazing tools out there. We have instant offer program. We have you know sell now, move later programs. And so we have all the things that, that we think that buyers and sellers want and need right now. We have those resources to offer. And so we're, uh, I'm really excited about 23. Um, and, and it's, you know, Spring market has begun. <laughs> oh, and the other thing too is, I mean, we've worked for how many years together now? Old nineteen. Nineteen. You've been in the business for how many years? Twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three. So yeah. Yes. Twenty three years. Nineteen years for me. We've basically done hundreds of deals together through those nineteen yes. years together, and we, I mean, we think like each other at this point, yes. right? Yes. So. I know what you're thinking before you're thinking it type of deal. So that means that I can be more efficient on my end of yes. what you need and, and what your buyers need, you know, as you're going out there for showings and things like that and vice yep. versa. Yep. You know, we just we just know how each other work. Yes. And think. And Jason I know Jason's gonna want this. I know that this is gonna have to happen on this deal if we want to get it done. Yep. And it's done like that. Well, and I think the other thing that we've done a good job at is over the years, as we as we see things that you know, maybe other top agents or other top loan officers are doing as a part of their process. You know, we recognize those and we say, man, we need to implement that to what we're doing to make the process more efficient, um, to give our clients the the, the best possible representation. So I, I think we've got the most stuff to offer based on all of our years of experience, based on the willingness to um, evolve in the business and, and provide all of the different tools and, and features that clients want. You know, and so it's an exciting time to be in real estate for sure. Uh, and uh, looking forward to 2023. Folks, we got Timberwolves tickets to give away. Four, four pair, in fact. For uh, We're going to pick out the four best New Year's resolutions. Uh, I'll give you a hint. The, um, the weirder it is or the more wild it is, the more likely it is you're going to win. Uh, you can text your New Year's resolutions to our text line, which is 612 234 7585. 612 Two three four seventy five 
8585. That is the text line. Also go to our Facebook.com, Minnesota Home Talk page. In the comment section, you can put in your New Year's resolutions. Uh, the four best are going to win. We are going to define best as you know probably the the wildest ones or kind of the weirdest ones, something that's different. Uh, if you'd like to go to Timberwolves game, go to Facebook.com, Minnesota Home Talk. In the comment section, uh, Tell us about your news resolution. You can also ask real estate questions, as always, anything and everything real estate related, whether you're thinking about buying, selling, investing in real estate, uh, questions about mortgages, refinancing, credit scores, home improvement, new construction, uh, let us know. Go to Facebook.com, Minnesota Home Talk in the comment section, or you can text your New Year's resolutions or your real estate questions to our text line, which is 612-234-7585. The text line again. 612-234-7585. All right, let's take a look at market stats. You want to help with these, Theodore? Sure. You want to get in here? All right, we'll get you in here. Theodore, what's your favorite subject at school? Uh, math. math. It's got to be math, right? Perfect. Kind of a math guy, aren't you? Yeah. You are the perfect candidate for helping us out here with this then. All right, Theodore. So here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to take a look at, I want you to read the second number right here. Okay, buddy? So, inventory of homes for sale. That one? Yep, right here. The top one. 7,258. Yep. And a year ago, we were at... 6,196. Correct. So, so we're up... Inventory is up 17% from this time last year, right? Um, That's pretty incredible. That was a big number that I looked and I said, what? Well... It is. It's up 17% from this time last year. Um, just a month ago when I ran the stats, we were at 8,800 listings. Now we're only at 7,200. Um, and so the the inventory last month was up 8% from the year ago, but right now today we're up 17%. Which, so percentage-wise, yes, sounds year after big. year, it yes. sounds big. 7,100 homes is not, not big. Not big. Right? That's no. an extremely low inventory market that we're going to into in the spring. You look at the last four or five years, mm-hmm. we're going into the new year yeah. with 6,100 to 8,100 homes, right? You look at the last four springs. What have the last four, four springs been like? Yeah. Multiple offers. Multiple offers. Going over list price, waiving your inspection. Yep. Not getting any seller paids. Yeah. It's a repeat. It's a repeat. It's a repeat, folks. It's not going to be any different this year. It's going to be a repeat of last year and the previous four years. And, and so even though inventory is up 17%, there's still only 1.8 homes per buyer right now. That's it. You know, and so less than two. Right. Less than two homes per buyer. Uh, pending home sales in the last three months. Mr. Theodore, pending home sales in the last three months. No, that one? Yep. 900, I mean 9,800 and five. Okay, and last year at this time? 15,155. So that's down 35%. Folks, that's down 30. Pending home sales in the last three months are down 35% from this time last year. That's a big number. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so um, that was, I mean, I, I, I believe it because I see it out there. Um, you know, I think that. Uh, many real estate agents and mortgage professionals from Thanksgiving to the first week in January work less. 
than they do during the rest of the year. Um, and so that has something to do with it. Yep. Uh, the winter months have something to do with it. People would rather not move in the winter, although I think there's great opportunity to move in the winter. Um, but that's that's a big number, down 35% from this time last year. Uh, median sale price. This is also interesting. This is something to look at. Currently, the median sale price is... 354 million? Thousand. Thousand. Yes. <laughs> that's good. And last year... Three hundred and thirty-nine thousand. Nine hundred. Nine hundred. Good job, buddy. Okay, so a month ago, though, the median sale price was three sixty-two one hundred, and today we're three fifty-four. So the median sale price has decreased in the last month. That's we've been keeping looking for that, right? Because the question is: is our 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 value is going to go down? Our value is going to go? Are they going to drop? I think. Overall, I, I don't think that that's going to happen. But why has this happened in the last month? One of the big reasons is because you have all these new construction properties out there that that have taken some pretty big discounts. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got people that in, in September and October were still thinking it was June, July, and so they were pricing them at the highest possible point, maybe even overpricing a little bit, and that just doesn't it doesn't fly anymore. So there there's there's immediate sell price has gone down because of that. There's a, an adjustment in in prices. Um, I don't think values are going to drop in 2023. I think they're they're still going to increase. I think they're going to increase between four and six percent uh, across the board. But Jason, how can you how can you say that with where interest rates are at and where home sales are at? Like we've seen it. Look yes. at the last month; they've yeah. gone down eight thousand. How can you how can you say that? Well, I'm saying that for for two major reasons. Um, one, because I'm really smart. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's the supply. We, we our supply is so low. Um, the demand to buy homes is is very very high, um, and interest rates are. I mean, they're they're decent. You know, in low sixes, I think they're good in the mid fives. I think they're fantastic anywhere in the fours. And you have the ability with buy downs and different programs out there to get some really good rates. Um, and I think that 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 demand, and and because the supply is so low, it is going to drive the price. They're going to continue to appreciate, not like we've seen. I don't think we're going to see you know eight nine ten percent appreciation, but I think we're going to see somewhere between four and six in most neighborhoods. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, affordability index. Here's another number we haven't seen this number. I don't know Evan that you've ever seen this number, Theodore. What is the um, current the the affordability index? Ninety five. Correct. And last year, one hundred and forty two. I don't think we've dropped below a hundred. Not in 10 years. I don't think so either. We've, know, we've never had a number below 100 before. We've never, so 13 years. I mean, I don't recall the number ever being below um, 100. So what is what is, what is is the affordability index, Mike? So the affordability index is a measure of the average cost of a home in a particular market against the average income in that market. So mm-hmm. if the affordability index is at 100, that means the average income made in a particular market is exactly what needs to be made in order to afford the average home. Mm-hmm. If the affordability index is 200, that means the average income for that market is twice as much that is needed to afford the average home. Right. I'm curious about this. Maybe we've talked about this before, but I'm not sure. What what do they define as affordability? Is it like one quarter of the income dedicated to a mortgage payment, blah, 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 or something like that? It's a great question. That is a great question. I don't know the exact parameters that they use for that. Yeah. Um, but you know what's good? Evan's got Google over there. I could look it up. He's going to Google He's going to ask Jeeves. We're the answer team here. <laughs> ask, We're supposed to know. Can you ask Jeeves for us? Does that even exist? Who's anymore? Jeeves? 
I, I don't know, some butler. <laughs> Isn't he a butler that answers questions? He <laughs> could. <laughs> so so that's that's below 100. Um, why? Because the, the values are up, interest rates are up. Um, I don't know. I mean... I mean, what, what's income look like? I don't think income has gone down at all, you know. But it certainly hasn't gone up as much as as the interest rates and prices have. Well, yeah, it's that's, the interest rates driving this for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's exactly what it is. You know, if our interest rates, you know, so let's say they're at six and a quarter today. If they're at four and a quarter, that affordability index is probably at one thirty. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean? I, I actually guessed correctly. Thirty-one percent. Twenty-five percent. One quarter of the income to use so to qualify. Wow. There you go. Because usually, like the rule of thumb in the industry is, you know, your housing ratio should be 31% or less. Or less. That's right? the key. Yeah. So yeah. is that is it gross income or after tax? Um, qualify for a 30-year fixed loan on a typical single family home without spending more than 25% of the income on payment for principal and interest. It doesn't define what I'm looking Probably at. It doesn't gross. define whether it's gross or, or after tax. I'm assuming it's going to be gross. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's what mortgage companies yeah. use is gross income. We don't. We don't use after-tax income. We use gross income. Yeah. You know, then the rule of thumb is 31%. Unless you're self-employed. Well, no, we s- still use gross. Okay, so here's the thing. How about, well, how about we use this? How about we say this? What The dollar amount that you get taxed on yep. yeah, is yeah, what yeah. can there be you used. Go. Your yeah. gross stated and valuated income. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, your gross taxable income. Your, your gross taxable income. Got that's it. what we should, that's a better way to put it. That's really what can be used to qualify. All right, so we got homes per buyer, Mr. Theodore. Uh, where are we at for homes per buyer right now? Uh, 1.8. And last year? One, 1.2. 1.2. So that's uh, up 50%, although that isn't even half a home. Hey, that's you get, up. Well, you get a half, half more house to look at. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's a pretty big difference, yeah. truthfully. I mean... Yeah, there's some nice half homes out there. So you can go so you can go look at a one single family and half of a duplex. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you have to choose from. This is this can't is buy the whole duplex. It's still fifty percent more. It's still fifty percent less pressure on the market. Right, right. That's true. That's true. All right, days on market currently. Forty. Forty in the last year. Thirty. So it's taken, you know, thirty three percent longer to sell homes. Um, going from 30 days in the market to 40 days on the market. Uh, I mean, 40 days in the market still isn't a long time to be on the market. No, I think I think if we get if we get above 60 days on the market, that that to me is is a long market time. But depending on the property and the you know the amenities of that property, it um, it may sell quicker or, or take a little bit longer. So, uh, and the average home is selling for what is the uh, percentage of 97. Point two. Yes, and last year? 99.8. So that's down 2.6%. So homes are selling for 97.2% of the list price, whereas last year at this time it was nearly 100%. But that's what we just got in talking about. Right now there's opportunity to get some seller concessions, um, to get some uh, seller paid closing costs. Uh, maybe it's a rate buy down. Maybe there's some uh, repairs that are needed uh, from the inspection. And so there, there's opportunity real opportunity right now for buyers to get more than you did in the summer of 22 or than I then you probably will in the spring of 23. I would agree with that. I would be curious to see and I think that's a seasonal deal. I don't think that's a current market deal. Yep. I think if we look seasonally, look at the last 10 years. Look at during December. Look at sale price versus list price in December and January and you're going to see that every single December January 
home sell for under list price. Yep. If you look at, and let's include February in there too. Let's put December, January, and February in there, right? If you yep. look March through November, I think our sales price is 100% or over list price on average year after year if you look even at the I last mean, 10 years. It's driven yeah. all by yeah. the speed of the market at the time. This yeah. is the slightly, very slightly slower time of year. Yeah. And so that and it, just factors into it. it just, and you're right. Historically speaking, this is the slowest time of the year yeah. in Minnesota for real estate. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, see, now I'm digging into the numbers on this and I'm looking at the the affordability index nationally and so on. What was our number locally? Uh, affordability index locally right now is is 95. 95. So we're still better than the national average, what's which national? is 91. Okay. But what's interesting is we're nowhere near the region. For the, for the Midwest, 124. Really? Uh-huh. Interesting. A year ago, almost 200. 195. Wow. So... It, it's it's interesting. I think that look looking at this data for for actually the whole country, the the more uh, the denser the area, the more affluent the area. Yep. It seems like the the number comes down more and more. Yeah. You know, the qualifying income goes up and up, sure. and that's what you'd expect. Yeah, cost of living is going to be more in the metro areas. Does that include Chicago, the Midwest? In that, I'm assuming that it okay. does. Probably. Um, there, there are regions that they have defined here are Northeast, Midwest, South, and West. Yeah, probably. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only four. Yeah. <laughs> hey, folks, would you like to go to Tim Rolf's game? We're giving away four pair of tickets this morning. Two ways to win. You can text in your real estate question, anything and everything real estate related, or you can text in your New Year's resolution. Uh, tip uh for you to win uh the wild the more wild and weird they are the more likely uh, you're going to win text in those new year's resolutions to our text line which is 612-234-7585 the text line again is 612-234-7585 you can also go to facebook.com minnesota home talk and in the comment section uh we are streaming live the show is streaming live right now you can put your uh, comments or your answers in the comment section, uh, either question related real estate or what is your New Year's resolution? Giving away four pair of tickets to the Timberwolves this morning. Text line again, 612-234-7585. The text line is 612-234-7585. And then, of course, go to Facebook.com, Minnesota Home Talk. You can, uh, in the comment section, give us your answers there. Uh, it's New Year's Eve. It is. You got a New Year's resolution? No, I don't. I'm not a big resolution guy. I don't. No, I don't usually do that. Um, do you got one, Evan? At all? Are you a resolution guy? I mean, no, not really. No, I, I mean, I'll tell you what I'd like to do more. Which it's. You know, every year I want to read more, like books. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I, I think that that's probably at the number one of, of, of what I what I need to do, or you could put in the resolution category. I just, I need to read more books. So the first step is one learning to read. <laughs> yeah. Step number. Gotta start. Man, I just t on. There you go. Just. That was way too easy. That was, that was too, too easy, easy one. We, we did have a resolution come in from Andy. Uh, he wants to buy another rental property. Way to go, Andy. Nice. And lose 30 pounds. That's solid. 
That's I think I mean weight loss is probably the number one resolution, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. You know, so I would think so, so. So what do you think the the best way to lose weight is? Is it eat less, do more. There you go. <laughs> I have solved if you if you are thinking of your New Year's resolution to be I want to lose X amount of weight, then what you do is you eat less and you do more <laughs> and you will achieve that goal. What do you think is more important? Eating less or doing more? Eating less. Yeah. 100%. I, I think I think your diet it, it become, comes before uh, the workout. I mean, you got to work out. You know, I mean, it's there's all of course all the good things that come from working out. Working out is um, for chumps. <laughs> but but it, it, I think you can start with your diet. Start with your diet. You know, get a handle on it, and then uh, and then add in the the workouts later. But I think I think diet has more. I think it has a more effect on your weight than workouts do. Absolutely. So you dial that in first. Yep. Workout. I mean, literally workout and workouts for for people who don't do anything mm-hmm. right, or they're very, very seldom do they do it. If you if you literally just walk for let's thirty minutes a day, mm-hmm. right. You would be amazed at how effective just walking for thirty minutes a day is yep. in weight loss. Yep, it's incredible. It, it, it's huge. Get one of those step counters. Um, you know, count your steps on the, either on your watch or you know, or Fitbit or whatever. I mean, that's a great way to keep track of it. You know, and and um, set a set a goal of so many steps per day, um, which is which, but the diet is huge. I mean, it's and probably the the number one thing that that most of us um, have to keep an eye on is just sugar. You know, all Absolutely. the different variations of sugar out there. If we can reduce or cut that back, that's going to that's gonna help, folks. I got a sweet tooth. I like sweets, too. Yes, but, but, but your sweet tooth is more managed than mine is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's definitely been some work on my end of limiting that. So buy an investment property and lose 30 pounds. That's a phenomenal resolution. We can absolutely help Andy with the first one. Um, and so, uh, you know what? We can help with the second one too. We can help with it. We're, we're giving advice this morning. I mean, like absolutely. Health if you want, if you want a five by five workout program that that'll definitely help your lifts or whatever, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah, we we have that available. Uh, we had another one come in. New Year's resolution is to become a better father as well as a better man in general. And that's from Daniel. That's solid. That, that that's a that's a really good one. So follow you know a follow up question. And this this is not only New Year's resolutions, but I do this with my team. We set our goals and you know the yearly goals, and and they you know as they write them down like a New Year's resolution, you've got this goal, right? So this follow up question is, well, how are you going to get to the goal? You know, and, and so you got to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you're likely not going to get to the goal. And so there, there's two parts of it. Um, well, I got I, an answer. Yes, to be a better father and a better man, eat less, do more. <laughs> Man, you could just apply just. that to anything. I had to be a better real real estate agent. Eat, eat less, less do, more. do more. Eat yep. less, do more. Man, that's a problem if eating is getting in the way of being a good real estate agent. So you definitely would need to eat less and do more. Eat we could less, just do more. There, there is one thing that it wouldn't work for. If your goal is to gain weight, that's true. That's eat less, true. do more is not going to help you do that. We could probably have a whole show where all of our answers are just that. Eat less, do more. Every question that comes in, I'm just struggling with my listing. Uh, You know, like buyers don't seem to be interested in the photos. Well, the answer is to eat less, do more. Eat less, do more. Right. (laughs) I love it. All right, folks. If you'd like to win Timberwolves tickets, giving away four pair this morning, you can text us your real estate questions or your New Year's resolutions. Uh, The more wild and weird they are, the more likely you are to win. You can text those New Year's resolutions into our text line which is 
7585. The text line, folks, is 612-234-7585. Text in your New Year's resolutions. The four best are going to win a pair of tickets to the Timberwolves. You got four pair to give away this morning. Uh, you can also go to our Facebook page, go to Minnesota Home Talk, and in the comment section, you can list your New Year's resolutions as well. Facebook.com, Minnesota Home Talk. Uh, what is your New Year's resolution? Giving away four pair of Timberwolves tickets. All right, so we went over stats. Um, there's homes that are on the market that are not selling right now. And why is that? Because they need to eat less and do more. They need to eat less and do more. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go through some reasons why the home hasn't sold. Um, number one reason is that your photos are terrible, hideous. They are awful, and and it's folks. It is remarkable to me that even at this point in in the real estate world that agents and the sellers because as a seller look you're you're signing off on this marketing material right i mean you're approving it or you're not approving it um how can you have bad photos it is the most important part of all the marketing advertising that you do for the home you've got to have high definition professional photos uh, that's number one on the list. i'm just gonna grab a couple of quick snaps on my cell phone and throw them up it'll be fine yeah, with the, gar- with the garbage cans and the car in the driveway. Oh, yeah. No, why would we clean? Yeah. We're not moving out yet. <laughs> Jason. This is shocking. And dishes all over the kitchen table or, you know, oh, on your countertop and sink full of, you know, you mean that type of stuff? Yes. It's like, I wanted the house to look lived in for the yeah. photos. <laughs> I wanted a natural feel. That's right. Yeah. You know, and I want people to be able to, like, envision themselves living here. You know what I mean? So let's let's... Let's have some. Uh, let's have some kid toys, you know, all over the living room floor, and let's have you know a couple throw pillows slapped around somewhere. It just occurred to me that we we call prepping a home for sale, you know, companies that do this. Yes, it's staging, yes. right? However, I think that's the wrong title because when I think of staging, what I'm thinking of is theater yeah. or movies or you know any number of pieces yes. of entertainment, and the goal there is to do the exact opposite. It is to yes. put the dirty dishes on the counter. Yes. It is to make the place Great look point. like someone's been living there for months. Yes. And, you know, like, not to... It's the first thing that jumps out at you when you watch, like, a low-budget movie right. of, oh, they rented an Airbnb. Yeah. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, it's just like, it's, oh, there's no, no sign that people live here. There is no no photos yep. on the walls, all that kind of stuff. There's Yeah, it, they cheaped out. <laughs> but that is exactly what yes. you want for a staged home because... It's a blank slate. Right. And that's exactly what you want for your photos on your listing because, my God, oh, my God, I have seen some wild stuff. I I mean, I have seen some shockingly terrible photos. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, and then then we've gone to houses, you know, where we're doing showings, and it's just, I can't can't even believe some of the stuff that that we've seen over the years. I mean... You know, like jaw-dropping, I can't believe I'm seeing this right now at the showing. Have you ever had a buyer ask you if, you, if you're showing them a distressed property? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, is like this a foreclosure? They, they thought Absolutely. it was a regular listing. And, yeah, yeah, we've gone through and they're like, oh, this something's going on here. Is this a foreclosure? You know, and they, it's like, no. Did they bail? No. You know, and, and something something's going on. They have to sell it. That's what, that's what would happen if they came to my house right now. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> we'd get it clean for you. We'd send, we'd send Melissa in and she'd get it all worked but, out. Yeah. But that's funny you say that, you know, oh, they they have to sell. Like, so, yeah. they right? That's right. what buyers think. Yes. Something's going on. Oh, they have to yeah. sell? 
Oh, we let we let's go and we got to lowball go them. Why is everyone you know I mean? lowballing me? Yes, might be because of your photos. Photos and yeah, absolutely. So number one on the list, uh, your photos are terrible. Number two, it's overpriced, folks. And and I'll tell you what we we talk about being overpriced. So let's go back six months. Let's go back to like June, June of of twenty two. Uh, in the previous eighteen plus months. The market was arguably the hottest it's ever been for sellers and all these crazy multiple offers and all these wild offers. And but but still, even in that market, when it was a hottest seller market that we've ever seen, if it was overpriced, it did not sell. Okay, we're we're not in that crazy seller market anymore. We're more in a um in a more of a you know, I guess normal market, balanced market. Normal-ish. Normal-ish, normal-ish. You cannot overprice your homes. They will not sell. But Jason, they can always offer less. We'll, yes. we'll, we'll entertain taking less than the list price. They'll just offer less then. They won't. They won't. They you won't? Know, nine out of ten buyers will not even make an offer on a house that they want if it's overpriced. They won't do it. You know, and so and they so, might not even look at it. You're, I mean, you're absolutely. This is, this is another key thing, you know, with everyone doing internet searches and stuff yes you type in a parameter you say i am willing to pay x amount for a home you know i, I want to buy something that's three hundred fifty thousand dollars. you're going to go type in three hundred fifty one thousand, right in case someone has accidentally put an extra dollar on there you're not going to type in 360 or 370 right. or 380 because right. there's plenty of options in that bracket already plenty of options and if you're looking at other homes that are three hundred fifty thousand that are priced right guess right. what they're going to they're going to be nicer homes Right, you know, and, and they're so, going to be pri- they're going to be priced correctly, and yes. you're going to go. What, what are the, why why would I want to entertain this? Yeah, because I want to play this game exactly, yeah. exactly. So um, it just doesn't. You're not going to get the offer, folks. If you're a seller, price it correctly. Make sure that you have hired an experienced, high level real estate agent or team, and they know how to do a market analysis. They can explain it to you. They can pull up the data, the information to support the values and, and price it right. Because if it's overpriced, it will not sell. Right, Theodore? Mm-hmm. He says, uh-huh. <laughs> All right, number three on our list. Uh, your property hasn't uh, sold because, and we just talked about this briefly, it shows badly. Look, They're animals. part and parcel of the same thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, I mean, it, and if you've got pets, right? We, we I've, I love animals. Um, we've got a dog. Um I think cats uh, probably cause us the most the most challenges with with listings at times. Um, not so much the cat itself, but maybe the litter box or the you know or the scent that the cat might you know leave throughout the house. Um, it, if your house is showing badly, whether it's pets or whether it's just you know stuff everywhere, it, it's not going. Buyers can't envision themselves living in that house. If you've got piles of your stuff all over the place, you just they just can't do it. So if it, if it shows badly, uh, that's one of the reasons why it's not selling. I mean, the the people who can envision that are also not necessarily the people that you want to be making offers on your house. No, because no. the people that envision that are the the people that flip homes. Yes, and so on. They're already thinking in that mindset of we're going to buy this, we're going to tear out these walls. This is all the work I need to do it yeah. do on it. And that means that the number that I'm willing to pay for this house goes down, 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 yes, down, because I'm thinking about the fifty thousand dollars of work I'm going to do to it. Correct. And buyers, you know, historically over the years, if if they've seen issues that are with the house, um, whether it's repairs or just money that they have to spend, 
they're not going to just ask for for the cost of of, of making those repairs. They're going to ask for double or triple yeah. off the price. The rule of three, baby. Yeah. Of talk three. about the rule of three. Yes. And, uh, to be fair, I think that's entirely reasonable because just the cost doesn't also represent the fact that it's going to be a disruption to your time the and your time, life. Time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you got twenty five hundred dollars worth of repairs, buyer's going to ask for seventy five hundred bucks off. Yep. You know. So let's and. and on that note, we have contractors and handymen, and we have um, partners that we that we work with, and you can pay them at closing. So guess what? We can make all the repairs now. We can get the house looking as good as it possibly can, and you can pay at closing. Yep. So there's we have options to make sure that we can get you the most for your home, even if you don't want to take uh, cash out of pocket right now to do so. All right, we're talking about reasons why your home hasn't sold. Uh, number four on our list, it's because it's invisible. Okay. Um, That's cool. What does that mean? It means no one can see it. That's what it means. So again, have you hired a top agent or team? Um, have they have they explained and presented their marketing plan? How are they going to market and sell your home? So I sell houses. I help people buy houses. I help people sell houses. But I'm in the marketing business, right? My job is to market a home to the most potential buyers exposure. Yep. And that means all the home buying websites. That means getting it out on social media. That means getting out everywhere that we think potential buyers can be. You have to be in front of as many potential buyers as possible. That's how you sell the home for the most amount in the quickest time. It's about exposure. If you can't find your listing. How's anybody gonna? How's anybody gonna know? Right. You know, I'm can't not, buy something that you don't don't know that it's there. Exactly. Exactly. So that's number four on the list. I, I got it. Came up with a good idea. Going along with that, let's hear it. I think I think you need to reach out to these car warranty places. Yes, and and then have them work partnership with them, and have them then say, "Hey, it looks like you're you need a car warranty." And then when the people say no, or if they say yes, maybe whatever, be like, "Oh, also, you looking for a house in Savage? I got a nice <laughs> listing here for you." Those well, guys are huh? relentless. That's what I'm saying. Those like, guys are relent- how many calls do you get a week from a warranty company? Oh. I, I mean, I probably get countless. a couple a month. I mean, I mean, it's it's like finally stopped for me. It, it's, I'm getting other ones now. I'm getting a lot more calls, like spam calls, like like six, seven a day. Mm-hmm. So and and it's I love it when they call like three times in ten minutes, but then they don't leave a message. Yeah, I like that too. Makes me Absolutely. really happy. Appreciate that, guys. All right, why is your home selling? Number five on the list. Uh, well, it's because your listing is. Tired and stale. It's so sleepy. It's tired, stale, and so sleepy. What does that mean? Uh, you've been in the market too long. Uh, you've been in the market too long. You, you ha- Okay, average days on market right now, what do we say? It was 30? It was 40, 40, I think. 40. Yeah, so it's 40 right now. Yeah, it was 30 last year. 30 last year, 40 today. So if your house has been on the market for you know 80 days, 60, 70, 80 days, um, everybody that sees that is asking the same question. What's wrong with it? Why has it been on so long? What's wrong with it? Oh, well, sometimes must be it's something wrong because it. it comes back to what we were talking about before. Absolutely. And the house is listed for a hundred grand more than it's <laughs> than it should be, and that's why it's sitting. Because well, they could come make an offer. Yes, they could, yeah. but they haven't, and they and, won't. And now your home's been on the market for a quarter and a half. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's one of the big reasons is just been on the market's tired, been on the market too long. Yep. And it's just. And when buyers look, right, so when they get that email from their agent saying, hey, a new listing came in your market, whatever, right? So it does pull up probably their full list that they've seen already and then the new ones that they haven't seen. Yes. And they might go back through some of the ones and be like, you know, oh, you know, let's go back through there. Maybe Mm -hmm. our feelings changed about one of them, whatever. 
But if that same one's been on there for the, they're just like, oh, it's that one again. Next. Yep. Oh, next. It's that yes. one again. That one's yes. still on there. Oh, next. You yes. know what I mean? Like it's that type of like thought process that people get. It's oh, that thing's still on there. Like they they see it. They see it. And and folks, people remember pictures um, before they're going to remember an address mm-hmm. or property. Um, I want to. I first. I want to give a shout out to Melissa Evans with Trend Staging, phenomenal stager. Uh, I want to talk about two quick examples because this is right in line with what we're talking about. We had a property in Prior Lake, uh, vacant, and um, priced really good. I mean, priced really aggressive uh, in a fantastic neighborhood, and no, we didn't have any offers. We were on the market like 21 days, no offers, and I thought, man, this is such a nice house and it's, it's a good deal. What's going on here, right? Um, took it off the market, uh, did a little bit of um, paint touch-ups, and had it staged. Went back on the market, same price, back on the market, sold in three days. Multiple offers, because we staged it. There you go. Uh, another one, another property we had on the market, and we had it priced, did a couple price reductions, uh, wasn't selling, um, great, you know, good deal on the house. Seemed to be priced right. Again, vacant. Took it off the market. Had Melissa come in and, and stage it. Put it back on the market for a higher price than we previously had on on the market. Sold in two days for that higher number because it was staged. You know, and so staging is, man, staging is is back and it's so important. Yeah, we got away with doing none of it for almost two years because of the crazy seller market. Right. But it makes such a huge difference. And again, so when you when you take off the market, you put the staging in there and then you put it back on the market. Yeah. Again, it looks different. It looks completely different with the staging. Yes. Right? In fact, I had an agent that showed it when it was vacant. Um, she came back and showed it again to a different buyer after we staged it. And then she called me up afterward and she's like I didn't even realize I was showing the same, same house. house. Yeah, I mean, and and she's like, "Your stager did a phenomenal, completely different feel. The house looks fantastic. Love it." Um, and this was an agent, not just a buyer, right? You know, same address. We of course we've gotten all pictures that are all staged, um, but it was um, it's always great to hear that. So Melissa, fantastic job on on your staging. All right, we're talking about why isn't your house selling? Right, we just talked about um, because it's invisible, nobody can find it. The marketing plan is. Blah. No good. Blah. Blah. Um, <laughs> number six on the list is because your house won't appraise. Okay, so again, this, this kind of goes in line with it's overpriced. Um, but I think it's easier to calculate this if you've got a townhome, right? Because we can, we can figure out values a little bit um, more accurately in townhomes because it's just the same unit. Right. Same unit, same square footage. Yeah. Here's the last three that have sold. Here's what it's worth. You know, and, and so if you if it won't appraise, meaning if it's overpriced, um, it's not going to sell. You know, unless you get unless you get a cash buyer that doesn't care anything about the value, they just want that, which is super rare, uh, possible but super rare. Right. So because usually cash buyers are, I got cash. Yep. So there's no loan, there's no appraisal, there's there's not a whole lot that could go wrong. Right. As long as the title was clean and yeah. I can get clean title of house, yeah. the money is there. Yes. Um, so they typically look for a, a deal, right? They, they typically offer less. Because they got cash. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. we, we had a question kind of come in sort of semi-related to this, which is, um, you know, if you're representing a buyer and your offer is fully backed with financing and earnest money and all that, 
shouldn't a home inspection be in the contract? You can't trust the listing these days, right? Well, and so it's like there's there's all these pieces to it, right? Yeah, yeah. So so that that's a really good question. Um, we always recommend doing an inspection. Um, if sometimes in multiple offers, uh, if you put an inspection in there, you're not going to get the house. You know, so we talk about that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have the opportunity to do an inspection, especially if you're not in multiple offers, uh, you, I mean, do one. You can't trust the listing. I mean, so here's the deal. In, in, in Minnesota, sellers are required, whether you're an owner-occupant or an investor, you're required to disclose any material defects on the property. Um, a material fact would be anything that affects the value or quiet enjoyment of the property. Doesn't matter if you've lived there or not. Doesn't Can I ask matter. you a question, yes. Jason? Do sellers always disclose these things? They don't. No, they don't. You know, and and what's tough for a buyer is, let's say you buy the house. Let, let's say you buy the house, you close on it, and then uh, you go downstairs to uh, maybe do some renovation or remodeling, and you pull up the carpet, and there's mold everywhere. And, and I mean, I mean, and it's clear, clearly visible water stains, clearly visible yeah. water stains, and and the carpet was. It wasn't attached. I mean, it had been pulled up in the, you know, and let's just call it the last year. Um, what do you do? Well, your job as a buyer is you have to prove that the seller knew about that before they close on the house. How I mean, I've it? caught this stuff. Yeah. Where, where undisclosed claims, you know, like a, a, an insurance claim yes. on a house could be, it could be non relevant sometimes, sure. absolutely. Sometimes it is absolutely relevant. Oh yeah, we had a huge flood in the basement, and we forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. it's all repaired. Yeah, is it? <laughs> you didn't you didn't disclose that this happened? That you know, like all this damage occurred and was yes. repaired eighteen months ago, and it's like that can absolutely blow up a whole deal. And, Where I'm putting together an insurance package, and I'm like, oh yeah, there was a giant water, you know, a forty thousand dollar water claim on this property. Yeah, like yeah, eighteen months ago ish. And here's the thing, buyers. My experience with buyers. They, they don't really care what's happened to the property as long as one, it's been disclosed, and two, it's been repaired. And, fixed. Yeah. and, yep. and, and how did it? You know, how did it happen? So if, if the, the red roof, flag isn't that something happened, no, it's why wasn't this on yes. the disclosure sheet? Why wasn't it on there? Did you fix it? Yeah, you know. So I mean, you just as sell, for sellers, we always recommend. I'd rather have you over disclose than under disclose. Um, and again, you know, buyers, it, it it's not a big deal as long as you disclose it. And you explain how it was remedied and, and and prevent prevent it from happening again. So if the roof leaked, did you fix it? You know, and, and who fixed it? Did, you know, was did you have water in the basement? Great. Did you fix it? And how are we going to prevent it moving forward? We fixed it by repainting over the mold stains. <laughs> yeah. We spray, fixed what spray we did. kills everywhere. We fixed, fixed the hole in the roof by chewing out some bubble gum. We stuffed it up in there. <laughs> Hasn't leaked since. It's been great. All right. Number eight on our list is um, yeah. This is huge right now. Uh, there's no heat or power in the house. Okay. Uh, we don't uh, see that a lot here, thank goodness. No, but, but it does happen. It does happen. It does happen where there's no heat or electricity. Uh, I mean, it gets dark way too soon right now, and it and you got to have heat in the house. Showings are awful when you're going through an icebox house. You know, it just it's yeah, because it's cold. really cozy yeah, in it's here. So nice. I see the p- p- potential. Yeah. <laughs> That that makes people go in and out quicker than what they want to. Oh yeah, they're in and out. You know what I mean? Because it's cold, it's uncomfortable. If you can't see because there's no electricity, you can't see, and you're using flashlight stuff. Not good. Yeah, it's not. It's just not going to work. 
Folks, uh, we are very excited about uh, the new show, uh, Minnesota Home Talk, will become U.S. Home Talk Wednesdays at noon. Every Wednesday at noon, we will be live on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Um, we will have um, all of our podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, all the places that you find your podcasts. Mike Overson, Evan Little, Marcus Walgrave, and myself will be hosting, co-hosting, we'll be running flying the ship of the new show. I'm super excited. U.S. Home Talk will be talking about uh, some local real estate, but we'll also be talking about uh, real estate uh, nationally as well. So we'll bring in all of our tips, um, all the different things that we talk about each week, uh, every Wednesday at noon, live on Facebook and YouTube Live. Starting this upcoming Wednesday. Starting this upcoming Wednesday. Theoretically. 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 So it will happen. And, and even if it's from our phone, that show will happen. <laughs> <laughs> we ordered some stuff, and, and it looks like it's coming on. Some cameras and stuff. It's coming on Tuesday. Yeah. I, I got. We got Evan. We got Evan yeah, setting everything up. He's, what could possibly it'll, go it'll wrong? Probably be fine. It's not. It's. I'm more worried about the the other end of it, getting everything logged in and set up because we haven't done any of that. Yeah, we better do that. We got, we got a, plenty of time. Uh huh. Uh huh. We, we got, got plenty days. of time. We'll make sure we get there five minutes early <laughs> before the show. Make sure it all works quick. <laughs> we should probably do like a, a dry run or something on Tuesday. Or, that's not going to work. I'm, ar- I'm already doing a call with Marcus on Tuesday to Are make you? sure his setup is, is locked Perfect. down. But, there you go. We're but fine. Wednesday, 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 the whole morning is going to be dedicated to making Wednesday work. So, like, get there at 1130? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Happy New Year. Um, be safe. And um, we appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, we'll see you on Wednesday at noon. Absolutely. Minnesota Home Talk will become U.S. Home Talk. Folks, um, Happy New Year. Have a great week. Happy New Year, Theodore. Thank you. Welcome.